outside of a dog, a book is a man's best friend. Books have been bred by man in lots of different forms. They're, they're, you can get little books, pocket books, hunting books, and all that stuff. You're listening to Brave New Words. I'm your host, Ed Fortune, and I'm here with... Si Lloyd. I'm Ross. I'm Del. I'm producer Al. What just happened? Uh, out, outside of dogs is where we like the books. Yes. <laughs> Inside of dogs, they, they literally ate your homework. My, yeah. my barber's puppy tried to eat my book this morning. He was adorable. Cute. But I, until you know, it wasn't adorable. I didn't want him to read my book, but you yeah. can't read inside a dog, and dogs can't. Anyway, dogs can't read mostly. No, <laughs> not even by digesting the book thoroughly. What How do you know that? It? Are we? Are we sure? It was, it was some Robin Hobb. Ah, it's so got a good a, taste. Good taste. Yeah. Yeah. I had, I had a dog which did eat Lord of the Rings once. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. I, I, I want to question this theory that dogs can't read by eating. <laughs> I'm not How sure. long did it take to get through the entire beefy trilogy? <laughs> not sure. <laughs> if they can, we've got an entirely new product line here. Of yeah, like, you know, of beefy books. Were there any side effects to consuming Lord of the Rings? There's a lot of paper all over the floor. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering if he started talking in weird languages or anything yeah. like that. <laughs> started wandering towards volcanoes a lot. <laughs> Have we digressed early? Digressed Shocking. Early. <laughs> Shockingly early, even for us. So, uh, okay, so jingle. Yeah, should we do a jingle? We should probably do a jingle. Let's have a jingle. This is Fabrizio International. That was lovely. What a lovely jingle! It was a, a lovely, lovely jingle. So, um, today's show we have a theme. Uh, it's a rare Ooh. themed show. Uh, it's Star Wars themed. Yeah. Um, I got through the post uh, Star Wars Millennium Falcon book and mega model and it's a huge book and I was really excited and then I realised that most of it is made out of foam card oh oh um, is it is it a build similar? your own yeah is it it's similar a, to the um... should we build it during the show I think <gasps> we should oh my god oh god so no, this is this is a massive error. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't started yet. You can't possibly know that. Well, we have started. I think you're right. It is a massive error, especially oh, no. as I've carefully read the instructions and I think they're wrong. Brave um, new words do arts and crafts. What's happening? So it's it's, it's a different podcast. What I was going to talk but about. We should definitely do that. Stop from the beginning of the show. Brave new words do arts and crafts. Yes. <laughs> I did a pun. We have a title for this episode! Well, well done. Arts and crafts. Um, so, yeah, it comes with a tiny little kind of explanation as to. It shows you what all the smuggling compartments are on them, and I didn't them. Ooh, we and now we cheating. Know, we must never show a stormtrooper. Because otherwise, that's the entire trilogy, like, done. Absolutely. What if one of us already is. <gasps> that's Cylons. I think it's Cylons. Definitely not a stormtrooper. I'm too chubby. I'm the wrong shape. I don't Are you too short to be a stormtrooper? I'm too fat to be a stormtrooper. Because you have to be a specific physical shape and height to sit and fit in the, the, the movie costume. Yeah. And they do do fat stormtrooper armour, but you look like a fat stormtrooper. So, so. <laughs> yeah, like the Mr. Potato Head that's a stormtrooper. Well, even even if it didn't have like the power belly. Um, <laughs> I wasn't meaning you specifically, I just thought stormtroopers. Even if it didn't have a power, power belly, it'd be like too wide. And too broad. That's and true. Too, too, You've got, you've got yeah. good, shod, good shoulders there. 
Yeah, to, to essentially wookie shit to, to be, you know, a stormtrooper. And your feet are already half Chewbacca. That's very true as well. I'm slowly mutating. It's the books. It's the books everywhere. Um, I'm uh, just wearing a pair sure. of novelty slippers for all our listeners. Ah, uh, yeah. No, no, these are my actual feet. <laughs> see, you see, it was it was my brother's birthday recently, and I almost bought him a Chewbacca onesie. And now I'm considering that that might be Ed's Christmas present. <laughs> Definitely. Right, so what I'm going to do is, so in the front of this book, there's a little thing that explains how to make the, the foam card inserts, how to slot them together, and there's also a thing that explains to you who Han Solo is, uh, all the highlights of the movie that feature the Millennium Falcon, and a whole load of other stuff, tells you, it's like, you know, did you know that Han Solo was once frozen? Here's a picture of Lando and that sort of thing. So there's something... <laughs> There's, there's, a, there's, there's, there's low on spoilers, is what we're saying. It's low on, yeah. I mean, there's a there's a bit as well. There's a word search, obviously. <gasps> there's a maze puzzle thing. Um, there's because a it's it sound enough. like it's for little kids. Yeah. There's a, there's a random Doesn't... there's a random bit where you can draw your own starship to run, uh, to to rival the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, I can't do that. We need to fill a page, and we're going to make it blank. There's a game. There is. There's a game you can do with paper things. Because what this whole book, based around a giant activity, needs is more activities, is, is what we're taking from this. Or even better, you want to draw your own space and then use the parts to make that so, ship instead. The thing is, I genuinely just had... Because, all oh, shocker, this is coming out just before Christmas. <gasps> and I actually did that anti-thing of thinking, mm. oh, I could get that for my nephew, but now if it's full of kids games at the start that's now no longer an appropriate present for a 17 year old oh no, oh, no it is oh no, it is. Oh, well, no but if you're, se- if you're 17 oh, it's the wrong yeah. it's the wrong yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. 21 plus or, yeah, exactly. or, or 14 <laughs> minus yeah, so yeah. Then I'm like, plus, yeah. plus a pint or two he's in that gap that I'm I was really gonna say it, it's sort of like it, it's, it's basically a gift to keep your Star Wars obsessed child stroke nerd partner quiet <laughs> yeah and, and, um, and on that, I, I'm going to hand this to the team. <laughs> okay, we will want to make it though. Also, that's terrible. Are we actually making it? If it keeps us quiet, that's terrible radio. Well, we'll do it one at a time. We'll hand it round in like five minute installments. So, what I was going to have instructions. Yes, the the book activity book in front has the instructions. Okay. So don't worry, gentle listener. We assume the listener is gentle. Don't worry, violent and slightly sociopathic listener. Uh, we, we're all inclusive. Um, don't listen. Don't, don't worry, listener. There we go. Um, we're assuming the listener is single. We're assuming the listener Plural is listeners. listening. <laughs> I always assume that well, at least one person is listening. I get slightly scared if I think two all. So anyway, um, hello. Anyway, it's, it's 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 nice that you're listening. Uh, if you still are after this one. Are you building we're, it? We're not Let's just doing that book. We're going to do another book as well. It's ace though. That book. Um, so there is a um, obviously Star Wars is forty this year. Um, it is. Midlife crisis. Yeah. Well, it's had had a midlife crisis because it ran off with a younger woman. Okay. What's happening? Really? That's true. Yeah, that's it, true. It's run off with a younger woman. Yeah. It, it's it's doing new exciting things. Yeah. It's got you know it's it's got some new exciting vehicles. It's all it's all like spruced itself up. It has. It's it has. definitely in its forties. Yeah. Can I can I genuinely pop this out? Yes. Oh, it feels really. It's like it, it, I, everything feel in me is going. Don't destroy a book. Yeah. <laughs> Once you start, we have to complete it though. That's the only ah! thing. I will warn you that the instructions might not be you know in English. 
Oh no, they're in English. They're not in Arabic. It took they're in IKEA. It took a while to find piece A, but we found piece A. Because so. piece, piece A is not on the first page, oh, which is what you would maybe expect. Yeah. Where in Arabic, which is the Star Wars font. But you can't read Arabic. No, not really. Is that, is that like the, the, the symbols right. that are on things in yeah. Arabic? First, first confusion <laughs> is fold the middle of piece A around itself, secure with the tabs. The large slots should be at the top. Fine, but which is the inside? I'm assuming that the plain stuff is inside, or is yes. it like secret? Like, ooh, we've even put things on the inside. I think there's no. plain stuff inside. Plain okay, stuff inside. cool, let's, right. Let's assume that. Cool, um, as you were. <laughs> the, the, there is bits of writing on stuff that explains to you what certain things do, like actually Elm. Um, Not on PC! Um. <laughs> I'm a bit worried that there are more le- more pieces in there than letters of the alphabet. Yeah, there are. There's like A T. There's A B. There's this is yeah. It would be cool if they did start using Arabesh to like you know just like here here are all random symbols. Here's the squiggly one that looks a bit like R two D two, for example. Educational kids. Educational kids. I don't think I'm, actually. I'm glad we're still at the point where we're using the alphabet to mark these things are not emoji yet. Has Arabesh been made into a proper language or have they just coded it? Uh, so no, it 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 aligns with la- like language. If right. you know what I mean, okay. so you can you can it's a font essentially. But some oh, right. some bits in Arabic are like you know, Q is one symbol, Q U is one symbol. This right. is going yeah. well. So it's, it's kind of a, it's just like a cipher rather than a language. Really. It, it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's essentially it's a font that they yeah. stick on things. Yeah. So the uh, the trailer for La- the Last Jedi, for example. Um, the there's the scrolling thing in Finn's pod. Right. It's not. It's not. This is not a spoiler. If you've seen the first movie, it's not a spoiler. Finn is in a is in hospital. Uh, which is again not a spoiler. And there's a, and there's a thing, medical chart. Medical yeah. chart. The medical chart is in Arabic, and everyone immediately translated it, and it said life signs, and then you can't see the next bit. <laughs> so so we have no idea what his life signs are. Nice man. But we know they're awesome. But we know they're awesome life signs. And um, so I I keep trying to get to this book. Um, and anyway, yeah, but so we keep looking at what Dell's doing. And we think it, I'm thinking this needs a sort of Crystal Maze style commentary. So Star, so Star Wars is Dell probably doesn't think it needs a Crystal Maze style commentary. <laughs> I, I, I think a Crystal Maze style commentary would be really boring crap radio. Yeah, so, pop that hole out. Hey, and now it's stuck. <laughs> it's all right because I can just open it again and take it out. Ah, ah. Oh, there this is a, you can dismantle a model of the Evan. <laughs> yes. so I was well. going to get on with the book review of a certain point of view. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Star Wars, you do what you like. Star Wars is forty. <laughs> Did you do what you like? Uh, so what they've done is they've done forty short stories right. by forty different authors. Ooh. Um, and the, right, so this is the first problem with it. Is you know how they've rebooted the Star Wars canon? Mm. Yes, because it's not that big one in Empire that they used to to escape the, the actual the, the body of the fiction. They rebooted the fiction. Yes, the canon with fewer ends. And they said they basically said because George Lucas was no longer the Pope of Star Wars, <laughs> Disney became the Pope of Star Wars. What's the black um, and white smoke? Um, <laughs> yes, yes, came out of R two D two. So they they rebooted the whole thing and they basically said everything from the Clone Wars cartoon series CGI. Yep. Um, and all the movies, they're now canon. So Rebels is canon. Right. And then a book, one of the books came out, and they said, from, I think it's from the one, I think it's from Tar- Tarkin. I might be wrong, but it's from Tarkin when the book came out. They went, that's canon. This is the, right. this from this point on. These are canon. We've 
There's the aftermath else, thing as well. Aftermath is, came out after Tarkin. Okay. So all the all the new Disney books are canon. All the new Marvel comics are canon. Right. Everything before then wasn't, and they've gotten rid of this weird. They used to have this weird hierarchy of what was right and what was mm. nonsense, essentially. And they were like, "Well, you know, some things are more real than other things, even though it's all made up." So they got rid of that because it's yeah. Complete. The the basic premise of canon being this is what the writers have to pay attention to when they make something consistent with the universe, and this is the stuff they don't have to keep. Yeah. About. So so previously, high end fanfic. Yeah, the, it's it's not a fanfic. Yeah. Mm. So previously, they have done this sort of thing before, where they've invited writers to grab characters from the like extras from mm. the Star Wars world. Yeah. And give them stories like the Jabba's Palace book, the uh, Bounty Hunters book. Yeah. Yeah. But now that they've hit the big red button and reset everything, they can do it again. Yeah. So they've gotten an absolute pile of like names, and I'll just go through a few of them because there's forty of them. <coughs> so uh, Matt Fraction, um, who you you will know from the comic book Sex Criminals. If oh. Yeah. Christy mm-hmm. Gordon, Pierce Brown, Red Rising Pierce Brown, the lovely Pierce Brown, Mer Lafferty, um, Ken Liao, um, Chuck Wendig, obviously, mm-hmm. Adam Christopher, Claudia Gray, Kieran mm-hmm. Gillen, mm-hmm. uh, pa- Pablo Hidalgo, who obviously writes for Rebels, the cartoon series, um, Paul Dini. Right. Uh, who, wrote, who sounds like he should be a magician? Yeah. Uh, interesting story about Paul Dini actually. Paul Dini uh, wrote for Batman the Animated Series. He's also written for various bits and pieces. Paul Dini mostly wrote Batman comic books. Yeah. He's married to a magician wow. who looks like Zatanna from the comic. Oh, books. you've told me. Oh, that's what? cool. Because he really. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He I like married that. Zatanna basically. I like that. I'm um, jealous. He's he's also I like Paul Dini as a, as a writer. He writes really. But anyway, so it's it's there's forty stories. I can't find peace F. <laughs> peace F. It's peace F is gone. <laughs> they will now follow several minutes right. of mad scrabbling. Should we pass the book? We look at the rest peace of F. There. Ah, okay, cool. Right, I thought I'll do up to step three, and after step three, I'll hand the book over. <laughs> Right. I, so I as you were, I just I, needed I, I, help. I'm just looking at the tube on the floor and thinking that's a thermal detonator. But you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I made oh. a thing. Oh, she's got a. She's got. There's a. a there's a thing. She's got a thermal detonator. I've that got is... a thermal detonator in my hands. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> we're taking a picture. Your toe. Your toe. <laughs> there's no way this can go wrong. <laughs> Dal's uh, got a thermal detonator, guys. <laughs> any of those last couple of things that we just said could be catchphrases for the show. So I, w- I was going to talk about, uh, so the Kieran Gillen story is called The Trigger. And what Kieran Gillen's done really kind of notably is he's a, most of the short stories in this like have characters from the movies, as you'd expect, and kind of big mm. characters from the movies. Kieran Gillen's just gone, nah, I've written Star Wars already. I've written Star Wars comic book stuff. I'll do my own character, thanks. Uh, and it's Dr. Afra. Dr. Afra is, um, she is... An archaeologist, so her doctorate is in xenoarchaeology, which is space archaeology. Um, uh, but what she does is, rather than go to an ancient planet and then like find something incredibly dangerous, and then Indiana Jones style, like make sure mm. it's safe. Slash sure... alien, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Make, 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 you know, rather than going out there and going, let's find, let's make sure this doesn't get in the hands of the Nazis. Well, no, she works for the Empire, uh, like as a freelancer. So mm. she's like. 
let's give this to the Nazis. <laughs> let's give this to the Nazis. Sell this to the Nazis. Let's sell, yeah. it. Well, let's sell this to the highest bidder. But there's a wonderful line when we first meet Dr. Raffer, where um, she's trying to steal some sort of death ray from this ancient alien museum. And and the, the she's having an argument with another uh, another academic. And the other uh, the other academic's like, it needs to be in a museum. And she's like, that weapon needs to be in an armory. <laughs> it's like, and that's the character. And she's got two companions. So she's got um, like Luke Skywalker. She's got a protocol droid. Right. And she's got um, like a R two D two ship unit, like a, an astromech. An astromech, yeah. It's not an astromech. No. Triple zero is a blastomech. You know how R2D2 has all those useful spanners and tools? And They're all guns. They're all guns. Yeah. They're all guns and missiles. Um, and the protocol the protocol droid is evil. Right. And specialises in assassination and poisoning. Um, <laughs> at one point in the comics, he gets the notion in his head that the only thing that makes humans different from robots is the fact that living beings have blood. And that must be where the force comes from. So he's like, let me perform an experiment. And everyone's like, no, no, don't do that. Nah, so. mate. <laughs> Does he try and take someone's blood so he can use the force? Yeah. Right. Work. Um, <laughs> well, you know, good try. So, yeah, so uh, it, the the Afro story works. It fits. It's fun to see it. It's nice to see it in, like, text rather than comic book. Yeah. If you say, I mean, I'd love to see it, actually, in something like Star Wars Rebels. Um some of the earlier stories okay so it opens it opens with um, to be honest it doesn't open, it opens with a Greg Witter story uh, Gary, uh, is that Gary Witter's story? I'm going to pull back in so many tales in this well yeah um, there's 40 40 stories so there's an absolute pile of you know tales and stories and things uh, it's very good it's the short version but it's also a bit of a mixed bag because there's 40, 40 different stories Um some of them work I mean the Doctor Aphra one you just described is really quite dark for Star Wars <laughs> I mean even you know for Star Wars which can get dark but it's it's kind of kind of a dark um, a dark start start as well yeah um, so yeah so Gary is the, the first one I seem to recall um, is it, hold on, I'm gonna this is the problem of having a Kindle is that you sit there kind of scrolling through these things? Come on, Kindle. But <laughs> so, so what we've got is scrolling and assemblage of a. Is that what I thought I'd done it? a thing. Oh, I get it! I get it! I get it! I've got I got confused. I thought I'd done it, and then it was like, now fold it. I was like, fold what? And now I folded it, and yeah, there's a little there's yeah. a little thing. There is a little thing. Literally, I have, I have. Now all the readers know exactly what you're talking about. Don't yeah, they? yeah, yeah. I'm literally. I feel like I do genuinely feel like that annoying auntie at Christmas. That's they're like, help me, and you're like, uh... it looks impressive. It. Uh... Yeah, no. The first story. Sorry, I was just trying. That's to... not trying. To... Sorry. Well, the first story is by Gary Ritter, who you know is a well-known Star Wars writer. Uh, it's called Remus, and it's basically about Remus and Antilles. As in, you know, Wedge's dad. Right, right. Um, going, isn't Princess Leia lovely? Isn't yeah. she off on an adventure? And that's all right. Um, there's a <laughs> the, the, there's a fun story called The Bucket, which is also a fairly early one. Um, yes! Is it in? 
Oh no. Oh. This this sounds like something else entirely. Uh, You're just making it rude in your own heads now. Uh, th- there was another story about a stormtrooper. Um, it's in. Yay! About another stormtrooper who decides not to shoot Princess Leia when he gets the chance. Ah. Oh. Uh, it doesn't turn out that well for him, but you know. No, no. I imagine he probably gets fired. Uh, well, into space. Into space. Because you know, HR in the Star Wars universe is not exactly its high point, really. There's okay. So there is a really odd story called the Red One, which is by Ray Carlson, which is R five D four's story. Yep. Right. Now, R5-D4 is the little droid that they decide, before they get R2-D2, they go, yeah. we'll have that one. Yeah. And he, uh, like, he has a bad motivator. Steps 4, 5, 6 for someone else? Is okay. it a story about steps how one, two, he got so messed up? Is it a sad yeah, story? Yeah, it's a bit of a sad story, because he's been living in the, he's been living in the, the desert for ages, Aww. and then he gets picked up by, and they've wiped his memory, so he doesn't really know who he is. So all his memory is, is being in a sand crawler and sand crawlers are rubbish mm. and he's a bit bored and then R2-D2 gets picked up and R2-D2 has like not been on the planet for like two days so the sand hasn't taken away his decals he's all really shiny and also he's, a, he's an RT unit and RT units are really good you know they're like you know mm. they're, they're, they're the sports cars of astromax so R5 is like oh, well I'm a bit scuppered then because they're going to take him first yeah. So alright, but but I'll 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 put on some sort of RB five and I'll put on some sort of policy. So it's a bit it's a really sad little story and you sit there going, What is the point in this story? It just made me feel really sad for this little toy that you know is gonna have you know and it's you know R2 D comes off well, you know, he's like I you know, it's like there's a whole thing. Yeah, he always does and, and smug R, little beggar. Yeah, and R five R five has a has you know, does does something noble and brave. But on the other hand you're just like I feel bad for R5 now. I feel now. bad for R5. But, uh, Do you know who you should also feel bad for? The thing I forgot about assembling things is that if you're not careful and thinking about it, your tea goes cold. No! Like, no! I feel bad for R5 and this poor little cup of tea now. General listener, be aware that somewhere, somewhere your tea is getting cold. Um, you said that on social media the other day and my tea was genuinely in front of me doing that. And tea is I, I, I quite it. like cold tea though. I don't know, there's something wrong with me. Get out. I quite like cold tea. <laughs> I don't, oh, I've gotten used to it. Is I, the thing. I think, yeah, I don't think I enjoy it, but you're used to it. I feel like there's a lot of cold tea on the Death Star as well. So, so they have a, a lot of the authors have a lot of fun. I think that's the least of their problems, to be honest with you. There's there's a great little, little story about um, a guy who works in admin on the Death Star. Yeah, I, I want to read that story actually. Yeah, and it's just it's just this thing where, and it's about you, you <laughs> does know, he run the accident book? <laughs> oh, he does no. <laughs> so you know that bit where they don't shoot the pod? Yeah, because they can't detect the life signs, and like clearly, like someone goes, "Oh, hang on, I think we've messed up," and it's like, right, okay, so this is you fill in these forms, <laughs> you do this paperwork, and then you ask for this procedure. Because then, if someone checks, it's their fault because they're doing this check rather than your fault. And like he does the whole kind of he's essentially about, and it's just this, I want to see more of this particular character of just this dude who just. I'm it's kind it's of, like the story. I, the story I want to see is the exasperated insurance clerk for the Avengers. Yes, the, the, yeah. there is actually they touch on that in the Spider-Man movie, Homecoming, um, very briefly. 
Because there's, yeah. there's another. Is it called Battle Damage Control? Yeah. That's what they're called. Damage yeah. Control. They're the organisation that rebuild buildings in the Marvel universe. Nice. And they have like, yeah. huge devices to to fix and repair things. What I want is I want to see the TV series about the Thunderbirds in sh- uh, insurance and law- agents and lawyers. Surely the lawyers just go, don't tell me things, and then I don't have to lie. No, yeah. yeah. Plausible <laughs> deniability. <laughs> but no, in, in the Thunderbirds, quite often what they're doing is like you know this experimental space plane isn't working because someone forgot, you know, someone turned on a microwave and it's caused a, a, a disaster. Or, you know, there's a demo of some high technology thing and some idiot has gone, let's turn it up to maximum to show them, show investors. And like, it causes... No, never do that. Causes a plane to explode or something and the Thunderbirds have to go and fix it. Because all of that is human error and a lot of it is human stupidity. I can just see, like, stupid people would be the kind of people going, well, the Thunderbirds didn't rescue me in time and I've lost... Do you think, like, if you're Thunderbirds, you can get a no-claims discount? Do you think you can protect that no-claims discount because you would need to? I think this is why they're a secret organisation. <laughs> so they can pick and choose, is what you're saying. No, they, so they, they, if you don't know where they are, you can't serve the papers. Uh, also, also, you get. Well, also you get. Uh, yeah, but the problem is, right, is that there are judges now saying you can serve people by email or Facebook. Yeah, but if so you that's don't, problematic. Yes, but also, just I never saw them checking Facebook. Maybe they don't have it. Well, there's that. There's also they've got big, huge portraits of their faces. Yeah. That's like that's worse. Yes, but they're on an island, which is outside any extradition treaty. Yeah. But they know where the island is. No, no, they know where the island is. Nobody no. else knows where the island is. How does nobody else work? Okay. No. Mirrors. The, 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 no, sorry. People know the island's there. People don't know that International Rescue is on it. The, the, they've got a space station, and they can look up with a telescope. Not even it's not hard. You can just like you know, you can just get a telescope. Yeah, how are you gonna serve papers to a space station? That's a good question. You get a rocket. Yes. But there's also satellites. It's not it's not as if you can't see where the huge rocket ships flying out of the island. Do you, think... you just point your satellite at the bit of the Atlantic. I think I there's a conspiracy. No one wants to, to serve papers to the Thunderbirds because we know you're gonna need them in the end. Yeah. Why no. Let's I get don't... back to know how it works works but like would if you gave a package to lady penelope that needed to be given to them and would that count or i don't know how it works like can you can you serve someone through proxy i don't know can uh, if only we had someone who was a legal professional on the <laughs> i think you'd have to get a court order ah either way yeah doesn't lady penelope with... have some sort of plausible deniability thing going on as well well, yeah, but as in, could yeah. you give it to someone else knowing it would get to them eventually? The Thunderbirds are interesting because Lady Penelope is basically a spy for the Thunderbirds, and, and they've also got a, they've also got Black Ops in the, the new Thunderbirds are gold. They've got they've got mm. uh, what do the Thunderbirds Black Ops do? She has a stealth plane, and she deals with um, deliberate saboteurs. She is deals that- with them. Yeah, well, yeah, I thought the whole thing was deliberate saboteurs. Well, no, yeah, some of them are they, human error. They, they turn up and rescue people. Right. So they're not really fussed about the actual saboteurs because there's people who are about to die. So they turn... Like, that's quite often where the, like, the Thunderbirds would be like, well, the hood is running away stealing something, which is not my problem because there's you know, a family and children who need saving, so I'll save the family and children. Oh, okay, so the Black Ops person actually deals with the hood. Yeah. Like, yeah, but International Rescue are vigilante firefighters. presumably doesn't yeah. for reasons of plot arc. Yeah. 
Well, she's, she's relatively. Is she? Is she called? What's she called? Teal. Ko. Ko. As in knockout. Yeah. Um, because they can't call her Tintin. Oh. Yeah. Ah, uh, the seventies. Yeah. Despite the fact, I think Thunder predates Tintin, but I'm not sure about that. Hershey's Adventures of. Um, yes. So well, I was talking about Star Wars. Um, <laughs> no, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> how are we doing with the how are we doing with the Millennium Falcon? Oh, this one's going round and I think <laughs> I could s- do a bit more of a straight edge. I'm on piece H. Are we and we, I think those two bits there aren't supposed to be. Step four or step five. This is still four. Oh cool. <laughs> don't rush me. No, I'm not judging you. Mainly what I've seen <laughs> Ross do so far is push out a thousand tiny pieces of foam. That's because there's a thing. No, 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 I get, I get it. I'm not, I'm not judging you. I'm saying that I think we, should be we've a... reached a point where, in order to do phase four, you have to push out a thousand tiny pieces of doom. What we're saying, present buyers, is this will keep your nerd stroke child busy for a long time. Yeah. No, I don't know. I bet a child will come in and do it in minutes. But because we're adults and trying to do it neat and like actually pay attention to it, it's, it takes. So it'll keep your nerd quiet for hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, I, in that lull between between Christmas lunch and Doctor Who. From from reading the instructions, which I carefully have done. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, folding that would thing. be the first time in your life. I carefully read because I was reviewing a Stardust magazine, so I carefully read the instructions. Because mm-hmm. uh, like you're reading a thing, so I'll read the thing. So I carefully read the instructions, and the instructions to me look like the sort of instructions that if you're a small child, at some point you will have to ask for adult permit, uh, adult help, because it's they're a bit kind of. Uh, and you either end up with like the Millennium Falcon that's slightly not wonky, that's gonna be <laughs> which is the history of me making anything ever. Um, well, it ends up being what wonky this is Millennium basically Falcon. is is Ed is admitting that he's asked for adult help, which is why we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> this is a clever way of Ed getting a model he didn't have to make. <laughs> because because the book needs more things. Yeah. Um, that's what we've learned. This entire place has submerged itself into L space because we have so many books. Uh, so what I need is a tiny spaceship to to help us escape. That's a plan, actually. If we could get really small. Why does this say time left in book? Nineteen hours twenty two minutes. Does your book like explode? Is your book a Kindle? Like it's a Kindle. So what happens is Kindles lie, <laughs> uh, as far as I'm aware, and they'll say it'll take you twenty hours to read this book, and then two hours later you've read the book and you go. So well, I you've read, read the book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I say for me, if it's saying twenty hours, it's probably going to take me at least like a thousand. But it doesn't do the it doesn't do the averaging thing either. Where you know it doesn't do the thing where it just works out your reading speed. It just gives you an average, which is a bit annoying. Um, but if you know your time in comparison to the average, you surely can still age. get gauge. You extrapolate. Yeah. So we have a story called The Luckless Rodian, which is about Greedo. We've had so many stories about Greedo, is the thing. And the thing about Greedo is he is rubbish. Um, well, that's the point of him, isn't it? To shoot first yeah, and then he to is disappear. A mook. He is the definitive mook. In the, there's a, there's he does a, get to shoot first. He does. There's a tabletop game like a. He misses at that. Sorry. There is a tabletop game with Greedo. Right. In as a, you can buy Greedo yeah. as a, like an add-on for it's essentially it's Imperial Assault, the Star Wars Hero Quest game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Greedo's special ability is he always wins initiative, but he's got like one dice out of a potential four. He's got one dice to shoot you with. So he always, so he always wins initiative, but he'll always miss. It's completely useless. It's kind of funny at the same time. 
Um, also, he can call his mates on you, and his mates are like competent. Ah, oh, well, that's the point, then, isn't it? That's, that's what that's the, that's the point. Um, his, his job is to call in the, the better people. Yeah, his job is to get killed, so Jabba gets angry. Nice. There is. Chuck Wendig did a story about the bartender at. Um, at one of the cantinas. Um, he doesn't. He he doesn't serve. He doesn't serve. Um, Androids. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't serve their kind. The story's actually called. We don't serve their kind here. Um, <laughs> a racist bartender. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is a story about. There is a story about Palpatine, and I remember this actually distinctly because the story after it is kind of. Like the Palpatine story is kind of exactly what you'd expect it to be, so it's all kind of like, you know, he's like, you know, communication have been received, and it's done. Oh, that's the one that's done in a uh, Shakespeare style. <gasps> they do it in like they they do like Palpatine story in a kind of Shakespearean in iambic pentameter. Uh, iambic pentameter. <laughs> communication have have just been received. Ian better than my fantasies conceived. Darth Vader, my apprentice, and my tool. To intimidating fist by which I roll, have told me that Kenobi's swift demise, which news hath struck me with profound surprise. Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, it's the guy who does the William Shakespeare Star Wars books. Uh, so, I didn't know there were William Shakespeare Star Wars. Yeah, books. it's hard. Yeah, right. yeah. William Shakespeare. We just covered them on a recent show. Um, it's probably one in a box somewhere, um, or on a shelf, or um, on the shed. Basically, the conclusion was it's. A lovely thing to own that you probably won't read. Yeah, and you'll certainly won't perform because someone has definitely put a lot of time into writing. Yeah, that. yeah I wouldn't mind performing writing. that actually. That would be an interesting. Mm. But yeah, I so some of the titles are just some of it's just worth it for the titles of Emmy of MSCE hyphen six and man. <laughs> the story about the mouse droid. <gasps> Oh, the one that Chewbacca scared away. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's the fastest mouse droid in the fleet, apparently. Uh, it's possibly where he spends. Are there other mouse droids that Chewbacca caught up with? And this one, this is the one that got away. Oh. <laughs> it's the idea of like Chewbacca as some kind of greyhound thing that he's got to chase mouse droids when he sees them. Just, just throw a mouse droid at them. So he's all terrifying and rah! And you're like, he's, he's, an, he's an urban legend from more droids of that type. Yeah. Pretty he much. will catch you. Um, so, yes, is the short version. It's kind of. I, I have to say, I didn't really. I really enjoyed reading it. I really enjoyed having it on my Kindle. And it was one of those things where I was sitting on the train, um, bored off my. Because you're on a train, train journey is typically quite boring. Um, and then you you, you, you you open a page and then suddenly here's a story about you know the, the weird garbage shoot monster yeah 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 <laughs> there's a story about the garbage shoot monster I can't imagine it being a rich and well you know, it's deep life that he leads it's by um, I can never pronounce her name uh, Needy O-K-O-R-A-F-O-R okay she wrote, she's written a whole lot of really cool stuff, and I think Nendi Oracle, I believe. 
she's written a whole lot of stuff much of it has been Hugo nominated slash winning yeah. it's really really kind of well it's a really good story did they win a about Hugo a garbage shoot monster am I imagining that um, I think they were nominated certainly I think they've got because her. the name just seems familiar from somebody saying it on stage and things but um, I think she came close if she thinks she won who did win the Hugo Awards this year? If, if only we'd been there. Yeah, I was going to say, of the two people who were there. <laughs> okay, this book yeah, like a bit of the Manny Falcon that I recognised. Like day four, which was like, what is going on? No, that was N.K. Jemsen. So so she managed to write a good story about a garbage monster. Yeah. Okay. But, it, but it's a good garbage monster. Didn't seem good. It wanted to eat Luke Skywalker. But that's good for being a garbage monster. That's your job. You know, like yeah. you eat garbage, and anything that's gone down the chute is garbage. That's true. And sure. it's like it's not its fault that it's assuming that you know Luke Skywalker is garbage. I mean, there's many stormtroopers who'd probably agree that he is. So Luke shouldn't have thrown himself away, really. You know, if it's a garbage monster, your training is eat this stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's it's, it's, it's raison d'être. It would also eat the raison d'être if someone gave one to it. And so that's what raise on how are we doing with the Millennium Falcon? I re- say I've built bu- yeah, I'm on stage five. So I feel um, this is gonna take more than one episode. I, I have a feeling <laughs> that we're about to have a series of episodes that involve building the Millennium Falcon. This can't go wrong. I'll be like, how many episodes does it take to build a Millennium Falcon? Place bet now! <laughs> so, I, I, I think we, we really should have been saying we, we have a bad feeling about this. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, so my, my, my recommendation for a certain point of view is if you're a Star Wars fan, you'll get a kick out of the fact that all these characters have had little stories assigned to them and some of them are quite fun. And a lot of it is various writers going, I can write Star Wars too, and showing off how skilled they are. Some of them are people who've written Star Wars before, and they are a good collection of stories, a good collection of writers. On the other hand, I don't really care. No. <laughs> I was going like, to say, are, are all of these characters who aren't don't get any kind of showtime at all, other than the thirty ten, the five seconds they were in the original movies? Well, there's two stories with Obi Wan in it, and there's a story with Lando in. So not all all of them. There's a Yoda story as well. Right, okay. But they're all like, hardly really. But most of them are. There's a Boba Fett story, Paulini, just the Boba Fett story. Cool. Um, but, yeah, most of the stories are about the bit characters. And the bit characters. So there's a, a nice one about a sand person. Sand person, sand person. Uh, the sand people, yeah. Sand, uh, sand, sand, per- sand people singular. Yep. The singular sand people. And she's watching the trade of the droids. Mm. So R5's having his heroic moment even though she doesn't know and um, Lars is doing his thing. Yeah. And she's got her own mission and she breaks into the sand crawler. And it's a great little story. It, it adds nothing to the Star Wars universe. It's like reading someone's character background for a role-playing game. Um, there's another one, there's another story about a Jawa and it's a lovely little story about a Jawa who's in front of the letter. Aww. And because he's a smaller Jawa He's small even for a Jawa, he's a little short for a Jawa, right. which is you know, short. Tiny, yeah. Um, he's he can he's got a little he's got his own room because it's a tiny little hatch that he can s- steal away into. Yeah. And, and what he does it. in his own little room is essentially watch space DVDs. What are you doing? He's got like he's got. He also dismantled it. Yeah. He's, he's been watching things. 
Don't work um, ages on this. And that inspires him to go and do adventures and have like you know an yeah. inspirational story. Don't and it's lovely. And you want to give the little Jawa a hug, even though you'd pick your pocket Ooh. if you did that. But it's you don't care. Yeah, I, I don't care. I, I know what Is you mean, but I, I, I don't mind that though. Mm. I, I mean, I remember reading the, the Jabba's Palace one, and there was there was a story about the Gamorrean guard that Luke choked out, and it was cool. And he finally finds his friend, and he's got one friend, which turns out to be a dead person that he just drags around with him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mind not caring about those little things. It, it's just it's, they're just funny and yeah, it's, cute it's, and... it's a nice bit of world building. Yeah. Um, but yeah, right. and it's not it's as if it's not as if there's a lack of characters in the Star Wars universe. Well, no, um, and you know it's different points of view, different you know, and some of them, some of them have more significant parts. There is I a feeling that some of the more minor characters have to somehow have some sort of you yeah. know, their tiny decision was important, and that's yeah. why their lives were were like that. Like, okay. like the guy that fires the that doesn't shoot the pod. Yeah, and according to space, space. that's the yeah. Yeah, but and again, that that story's in the story about the guy who did the paperwork for that is in here. Right, so well, there you go. Which is a good, actually, it's a good pitch from a certain point of view. Is the book that tells you about the guy who did the paperwork on the on the Star Destroyer, for about the guy who missed the pod full of droids. Um, Ooh, it's fine. that sort of book, but it's also full of stuff. It's I like what Disney's doing with the franchise. I like the Star Wars franchise in general. As Star Wars becomes more and more ubiquitous, yeah, and more and more kind of thing that we all take for granted, because it really is a thing that we kind of now don't have to think about. <coughs> There'll always be Star Wars, but hopefully, yeah, fingers crossed. But um, yeah. So, t- how are we doing with Millennium Falcon? I think we're stuck on stage yeah, five now, or six. We've yeah, basically no. now got five. We've we- got. Six pieces, four of which slot together, but we've had to, through a process of deduction, work out yeah. where the bits are supposed to go. Um, it's a shame that it's through a process of deduction rather than a process of diagrams. Maybe. Yeah, but the diagrams are really helpful. But I think actually, maybe if they were in colour, that would have explained which bit was the front. Mm. Whereas we've just had to kind of go, is this one? So and then I and then I broke it a little bit. But only like a really little bit. Down. So no, like a really little bit. I broke. Did you break the Millennium Falcon? A really little bit of it. <laughs> it was, it was, it's not my fault. Chewy. See, it fits though. It worked. It's Did fine. I brought the hyperdrive. I didn't break the hyperdrive. That's I step six. Somebody else is doing the hydro spanners. So <laughs> well, it's your turn. It. What was this bit? Did you say this was a thermal detonator or something? Yeah. Yeah, I broke. I broke a bit of the thermal detonator. See, it's fine. See, That's no, not the whole Millennium Falcon. No. That is a tiny part. But we're just step little... seven. Alright, okay. Yeah, so you're step seven, eight, and nine. Alright, let's do that then. Yeah. So that looks a bit like a hydro spanner or you know, some no. sort of a hydro spanner. Or, or some, that, that's the things that fall on on Han Solo's head in, in Empire. I know I know the script. So let's don't just... turn it upside down. <laughs> that doesn't See, help. When I was going up the spanner. No, now we don't know which way up it's supposed to be. Oh, I think I think it's this way because that's the nice neat top bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's yes. And yes, yeah. This bit is at the top. Okay. That's so this down. little this little slot here goes at the top. This is great radio. <laughs> <laughs> you see, when I was a kid, because the spanner obviously is a tool, but when I was a kid, I, in, at my school, spanner was a term for someone who yeah. was incompetent. You spanner. You mm. spanner. And 
You the, kind of, the gag came from from this is do you remember Crossroads the the TV was, show TV show there was a character called Benny was it like yeah, a, Benny, that, yeah. was Crossroads the one that was like was a Spanish. Scottish soap or was really? that yeah. Birmingham soap Birmingham you know, I think you can take the high road right okay cool oh, the, what on so, so, so Benny's feeling was he wasn't very bright yeah K will be in time and most people okay. left Crossroads to find themselves <laughs> But right, let's, let's just to look for a spanner, Aww. which is you know also possibly which possibly was Benny. He was also looking for himself. Oh, you see, they revived Crossroads and brought it back, and it uh, I think didn't work, they, went, did it? They, they went for the Bobby Ewing in the shower ending. Right, nice. Mm. Right, I don't know where Peace K is. It's all gone wrong. Right, it's not all gone wrong. That's an early error. It just takes time. While we're doing, while you're doing that, should we go and talk to a lovely author? A yeah. lovely yeah. author. Maybe they can help. <laughs> please, uh, please. Ask them, Ed. <laughs> yeah, no, I won't be doing that. I have seen a piece of <laughs> I found it. Excellent. As I say, I Repeat, remember being I've a found it. They were lovely. Were well, they lovely? Oh. <laughs> they didn't have any advice. Almost as Did you ask them off the microphone? No. It's almost like I record those things entirely separately. <laughs> Spoiling the magic. <laughs> so, the. Hang on. So, we, we've I've got. I've got a better guy. The lovely office says he should try harder. Have you got any. Have you got any uh, better. Any, any further along? No. no. I've got Peach K. It's been 15 minutes. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot it's a big, of pieces. It's a big book. <laughs> Swap Peach K. Into the bottom slots of pieces G and D, which this is presumably. Uh, that was G, that was D. Oh, so it just goes in there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. Uh, swap Peter K. In the bottom. In the bottom. Can we swap Peter K for something? Swap Peter <laughs> K in the bottom? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. Right. I see. I don't know which way up it's supposed to go, but. I think that's the right way around. No. <laughs> <laughs> One of these Maybe. has been turned around. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. that's upside down. Oh, yeah. no. So, so in, that's me. That's my fault. In conclusion, <laughs> Star Wars from some from a certain point of view, great great excuse to read on the bus, great kind of thing to read on the train. Not to the short stories. This forty of them. Yeah. It'll do you some time. Get it on your Kindle so you can carry it. If you're carrying the book version, you're gonna have to get a decent handbag. And in also conclusion, the Millennium Falcon Mega Model. Don't build it, this on the bus. Don't yeah. build that on the bus. Don't don't do the Kindle version. <laughs> no, the Kindle version will not. No, work. no, it's that's upside down again. What? We've you. literally just. To, oh wait, we've no, just. Uh, uh, we've taken it out and put it back in exactly the same way. Yes, yes, you have. Are we Millennium Falcon tech support? Have you tried? <laughs> Turning it off and There go. I think that's That wasn't get. hard. So before we all get eaten by a giant space worm, um, shall we shall we Or a trash compactor monster. Or, or a trash compactor monster. Which has personality and also has a short story written for it by an award winning author. Shall we all leave? Yes. Yeah. 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 God. Swiftly. Yay. Uh, you can catch us on social media. We are on. If you can catch us on Twitter at Radio Bookworm, we are more Twitter monkeys these days. You can find us on Facebook as well, uh, and you can also find us on other and a bit of social media. Instagram, uh, also Instagram. 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 And we are at Brave underscore New underscore Words, uh, and we really need to sort out our website. So, uh, <laughs> bye. 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 bye.